0: This episode is brought to you by BunnySlippers.com. Go to BunnySlippers.com in the show notes and learn how you can buy an awesome, awesome pair of those Highland Cow Slippers. They're so shaggy and they keep my feet warm in this breezy studio. You know what else is cool? FoundAdamClothing.com. Cool, cool, cool retro-looking t-shirts based off of designs found in your favorite golf films. I still always wear my Bad News Bears, Chico uh, Bail Bonds t-shirt. The orange sleeves are super cool. Kind of a yellowy-orange. They're cool. I like them a lot. I got a couple of them, and I wear them all the time when I'm doing stuff. They used to be my formal shirts, and uh, now they've turned into my woodworking shirts. But I wear them all the time still. And so can you at founditemclothing.com com too, if you're always going for that, uh, real genius cool guy, uh, look that, uh, What's-His-Face did. Real genius. That's a, that's a fun movie. I can't, I can't remember if it holds up still, or if it has problematic scenes. Alright. Anyway, uh, something that probably may have some problematic parts in it, Ambrose Spears' Devil's Dictionary. It was written in the late 19th century, so... <sighs> he was a creep in some ways but there's other ways that I don't know time just kind of moves on and that's kind of just like Ugh. so I'm not an Ambrose Beers apologist if he says something that upsets you you know what it probably upsets me too uh so yeah hey here's some Ambrose Spears devil's dictionary him poking fun at everything I don't know who I'm gonna have as a guest on this month but I probably will try and uh, try and dig some people up for this one So, hopefully, I don't know, halfway through the month, towards the end of the month, there'll be some cool special episodes, and I don't know who else I can have. I mean, I can always bug Ken Hyde about it, and I can always, uh, I don't know, beg David Heath to help me out again, and... I don't know, maybe uh, put a bunch of stuff up on Twitter and get the Ambrose Beers group uh, going on. Check out the Ambrose Beers group on Facebook. There's several Ambrose Beers groups. I recommend them all. (laughs) And what else? Oh, Don Swaim's uh, Death of Ambrose Beers. Really good book. Check that out. I'm always going to tout that one. That is a fun one. Uh, I'm trying to remember if anyone's done any... uh, ambrose spears rpgs that i know personally uh or any uh troubadours who've uh, sung any songs i don't think of any write me let me know go to pgttcm.com go to the comment section let us know what's going on and uh hey why don't you check us out on facebook and on instagram we're black clock audio tales and hey wherever you're listening to us give us a A thumbs up, subscribe, Uh, let other people know that you like us, and enjoy the show.
1: Recording by David Barnes. The Devil's Dictionary by Ambrose Bierce. Letters P and Q. The letter P. Pain. Noun. An uncomfortable frame of mind that may have a physical basis in something that is being done to the body or may be purely mental, caused by the good fortune of another. Painting, noun, the art of protecting flat surfaces from the weather and exposing them to the critic. Formerly, painting and sculpture were combined in the same work. The ancients painted their statues. The only present alliance between the two arts is that the modern painter chisels his patrons. Palace. Noun. A fine and costly residence, particularly that of a great official. The residence of a high dignitary of the Christian church is called a palace. That of the founder of his religion was known as a field or wayside. There is progress. Palm. Noun. A species of tree, having several varieties, of which the familiar itching palm, Palma hominis, is most widely distributed and sedulously cultivated. This noble vegetable exudes a kind of invisible gum, which may be detected by applying to the bark a piece of gold or silver. The metal will adhere with remarkable tenacity. The fruit of the itching palm is so bitter and unsatisfying that a considerable percentage of it is sometimes given away in what are known as benefactions. Palmistry. Noun. The 947th method, according to Mimbleshaw's classification, of obtaining money by false pretenses, it consists in reading character in the wrinkles made by closing the hand, The pretence is not altogether false, character can readily be read very accurately in this way, for the wrinkles in every hand submitted plainly spell the word dupe. The imposture consists in not reading it aloud. Pandemonium, noun, literally the place of all the demons. Most of them have escaped into politics and finance and the place is now used as a lecture-hall by the audible reformer. When disturbed by his voice, the ancient echoes clamour appropriate responses, most gratifying to his pride of distinction. Pantaloons, noun. A nether habiliment of the adult civilised male. The garment is tubular, and unprovided with hinges at the points of flexion, supposed to have been invented by a humorist, called trousers by the enlightened and pants by the unworthy. Pantheism, noun, the doctrine that everything is God, in contradistinction to the doctrine that God is everything. Pantomime, noun, a play in which the story is told without violence to the language, The least disagreeable form of dramatic action. PARDON, VERB. To remit a penalty and restore to the life of crime. To add to the lure of crime the temptation of ingratitude. PASSPORT, Noun. A document treacherously inflicted upon a citizen going abroad, exposing him as an alien, and pointing him out for special reprobation and outrage. Past, noun. That part of eternity with some small fraction of which we have a slight and regrettable acquaintance. A moving line called the present parts it from an imaginary period known as the future. These two grand divisions of eternity, Of which the one is continually effacing the other, are entirely unlike. The one is dark with sorrow and disappointment. The other is bright with prosperity and joy. The past is the region of sobs. The future is the realm of song. In the one crouches memory, clad in sackcloth and ashes, mumbling penitential prayer. In the sunshine of the other, Hope flies with a free wing, beckoning to temples of success and bowers of ease. Yet the past is the future of yesterday. The future is the past of tomorrow. They are one, the knowledge and the dream. Pastime, noun, a device for promoting dejection. Gentle exercise for intellectual debility. Patience, noun, a minor form of despair, disguised as a virtue. Patriot, noun, one to whom the interests of a part seem superior to those of the whole. The dupe of statesmen and the tool of conquerors. Patriotism, noun, combustible rubbish read to the torch of anyone ambitious to illuminate his name. In Dr. Johnson's famous dictionary, patriotism is defined as the last resort of a scoundrel. With all due respect to an enlightened but inferior lexicographer, I beg to submit that it is the first. Peace, noun. In international affairs, A period of cheating, between two periods of fighting. Oh, what's the loud uproar assailing mine ears without cease? Tis the voice of the hopeful, all hailing the horrors of peace. Ah, peace universal, they woo it, would marry it too. If only they knew how to do it, twere easy to do. They're all working by night and by day On their problem like moles. Have mercy, O heaven, I pray, On their meddlesome souls. By Roe Amil. Pedestrian, noun, the variable and audible part of the roadway for an automobile. Pedigree, noun, the known part of the route, From an arboreal ancestor with a swim-bladder, to an urban descendant with a cigarette. Penitent. Adjective. Undergoing or awaiting punishment. Perfection. Noun. An imaginary state of quality distinguished from the actual by an element known as excellence, an attribute of the critic. The editor of an English magazine, having received a letter pointing out the erroneous nature of his views and style, and signed, PERFECTION, promptly wrote at the foot of the letter, I don't agree with you, and mailed it to Matthew Arnold. PERIPATETIC. Adjective. Walking about, relating to the philosophy of Aristotle, who, while expounding it, moved from place to place in order to avoid his pupils' objections. A needless precaution, they knew no more of the matter than he. PERORATION. Noun. The explosion of an oratorial rocket. It dazzles, but to an observer having the wrong kind of nose, its most conspicuous peculiarity is the smell of the several kinds of powder used in preparing it. PERSEVERANCE. Noun. A lowly virtue whereby mediocrity achieves an inglorious success. Persevere, persevere, cry the homilists all, Themselves day and night persevering to ball. Remember the fable of tortoise and hare, The one at the goal, while the other is, where? Why back there in dreamland renewing his lease of life, All his muscles preserving the peace? The goal and the rival forgotten alike, And the long fatigue of the needless hike, His spirit a squat, in the grass and the dew of the dogless land beyond the stew, he sleeps like a saint in a holy place, a winner of all that is good in a race. By Sucker Afro. Pessimism, noun, a philosophy forced upon the convictions of the observer by the disheartening prevalence of the optimist with his scarecrow hope and his unsightly smile. Philanthropist, noun, a rich and usually bald old gentleman who has trained himself to grin while his conscience is picking his pocket. Philistine, noun, one whose mind is the creature of its environment, following the fashion in thought, feeling and sentiment. He is sometimes learned, frequently prosperous, commonly clean and always solemn. Philosophy, noun, a route of many roads leading from nowhere to nothing. Phoenix, noun, the classical prototype of the modern small hot bird. Phonograph, noun, an irritating toy that restores life to dead noises. Photograph, noun, a picture painted by the sun without instruction in art. It is a little better than the work of an Apache, but not quite as good as that of a Cheyenne. Phrenology, noun, the science of picking the pocket through the scalp. It consists in locating and exploiting the organ that one is dupe with. Physician, noun, one upon whom we set our hopes when ill and dogs when well physiognomy, the art of determining the character of another by the resemblances and differences between his face and our own, which is the standard of excellence. There is no art, says Shakespeare, foolish man, to read the mind's construction in the face. The physiognomists his portrait scan and say, how little wisdom here we trace. He knew his face disclosed his mind and heart, So, in his own defence, denied our art. By Lavatar Shunk Piano, noun, a parlour utensil for subduing the impenitent visitor. It is operated by pressing the keys of the machine and the spirits of the audience. Piccaninny, noun, the young of the Prosyanthropos or Americanas dominans, it is small, black, and charged with political fatalities. Picture, noun, a representation in two dimensions of something wearisome in three. Behold great Dobert's picture here on view, taken from life, if that description's true. Grant heavenly powers that I be taken too. By Jolly Hain. Pi, noun. An advance agent of the reaper, whose name is indigestion. Cold pie was highly esteemed by the remains. Rev. D. Mucker, in a funeral sermon over a British nobleman, Cold pie is a detestable American comestible. That's why I'm done, or undone, so far from that dear London from the headstone of a British nobleman in Kalamazoo. Piety, noun, reverence for the supreme being based upon his supposed resemblance to man. The pig is taught by sermons and epistles to think the god of swine has snout and bristles. By Judibras. Pig, noun, an animal, Porcus omnivorus, closely allied to the human race, by the splendour and vivacity of its appetite, which, however, is inferior in scope, for it sticks at pig. Pygmy, noun, one of a tribe of very small men, found by ancient travellers in many parts of the world, but by modern in Central Africa only. The pygmies are so called to distinguish them from the bulkier Caucasians, who are hogmies, Pilgrim, noun, a traveller that is taken seriously. A pilgrim father was one who, leaving Europe in 1620, because not permitted to sing psalms through his nose, followed it to Massachusetts, where he could personate God according to the dictates of his conscience. Pillory, noun, a mechanical device for inflicting personal distinction, Prototype of the modern newspaper, conducted by persons of austere virtues and blameless lives. Piracy, noun. Commerce without its folly-swaddles, just as God made it. Pitiful, adjective. The state of an enemy or opponent after an imaginary encounter with oneself. Pity, noun. A failing sense of exemption, inspired by contrast. Plagiarism, noun. A literary coincidence, compounded of a discreditable priority and an honourable subsequence. Plagiarise, verb. To take the thought or style of another writer whom one has never, never read. Plague. Noun. In ancient times a general punishment of the innocent for admonition of their ruler, as in the familiar instance of Pharaoh the immune. The plague as we of today have the happiness to know it is merely nature's fortuitous manifestation of her purposeless objectionableness. Plan. Verb transitive to bother about the best method of accomplishing an accidental result. Platitude, noun, the fundamental element and special glory of popular literature, a thought that snores in words that smoke, the wisdom of a million fools in the diction of a dullard, a fossil sentiment in artificial rock, a moral without the fable, all that is mortal of a departed truth, the demi-tasse of milk and mortality, the pope's nose of a featherless peacock, a jellyfish withering on the shore of the sea of thought, the cackle surviving the egg, the desiccated epigram. Platonic, adjective, pertaining to the philosophy of Socrates, Platonic love is a fool's name for the affection between a disability and a frost. Plaudits, noun, coins with which the populace pays those who tickle and devour it. Please, verb, to lay the foundation for a superstructure of imposition. Pleasure, noun, the least hateful form of dejection. Plebeian, noun, an ancient Roman who in the blood of his country stained nothing but his hands. Distinguished from the patrician who was a saturated solution. Plebiscite, noun, a popular vote to ascertain the will of the sovereign. Plenipotentiary, adjective, having full power. A minister plenipotentiary, is a diplomatist possessing absolute authority on condition that he never exerted. Pleonasm, noun, an army of words escorting a corporal of thought. Plough, noun, an implement that cries aloud for hands accustomed to the pen. Plunder, verb to take the property of another without observing the decent and customary reticences of theft, to effect a change of ownership with the candid concomitance of a brass band, to wrest the wealth of A from B and leave C lamenting a vanishing opportunity. Pocket, noun, the cradle of motive and the grave of conscience. In woman this organ is lacking, so she acts without motive, and her conscience, denied burial, remains ever alive, confessing the sins of others. Poetry, noun, a form of expression peculiar to the land beyond the magazines. Poker, noun, a game said to be played with cards for some purpose to this lexicographer unknown. Police, noun, an armed force for protection and participation. Politeness. Noun. The most acceptable hypocrisy. Politics. Noun. A strife of interests masquerading as a contest of principles. The conduct of public affairs for private advantage. Politician. Noun an eel in the fundamental mud upon which the superstructure of organized society is reared. When he wriggles, he mistakes the agitation of his tail for the trembling of the edifice. As compared with the statesman, he suffers the disadvantage of being alive. Polygamy, noun, a house of atonement, or expiatory chapel, fitted with several stalls of repentance, as distinguished from monogamy which has but one. Populist, noun, a fossil patriot, of the early agricultural period, found in the old red soapstone underlying Kansas, characterised by an uncommon spread of ear, which some naturalists contend gave him the power of flight, though professors Morse and Whitney pursuing independent lines of thought, have ingeniously pointed out that had he possessed it, he would have gone elsewhere. In the picturesque speech of his period, some fragments of which have come down to us, he was known as The Matter with Kansas. Portable, adjective, exposed to immutable ownership through vicissitudes of possession. His light estate, if neither he did make it, nor yet his former guardian forsake it, is portable improperly, I take it. Wargam Slupsky. Portuguese, noun plural, a species of geese, indigenous to Portugal. They are mostly without feathers and imperfectly edible, even when stuffed with garlic. Positive adjective, mistaken at the top of one's voice. Positivism, noun, a philosophy that denies our knowledge of the real and affirms our ignorance of the apparent. Its longest exponent is Comte, its broadest Mill, and its thickest Spencer. Posterity, noun, an appellate court which reverses the judgment of a popular author's contemporaries, the appellant being his obscure competitor. Potable, noun, suitable for drinking. Water is said to be potable. Indeed, some declare it our natural beverage, although even they find it palatable only when suffering from the recurrent disorder known as thirst, for which it is a medicine. Upon nothing has so great and diligent ingenuity been brought to bear in all ages, and in all countries, except the most uncivilized, as upon the invention of substitutes for water. To hold that this general aversion to that liquid has no basis in the preservative instinct of the race is to be unscientific, and without science we are as the snakes and toads. Poverty. Noun. A file provided for the teeth of the rats of reform. The number of plans for its abolition equals that of the reformers who suffer from it, plus that of the philosophers who know nothing about it. Its victims are distinguished by possession of all the virtues, and by their faith in leaders seeking to conduct them into a prosperity where they believe these to be unknown. Pray, Verb, to ask that the laws of the universe be annulled on behalf of a single petitioner confessedly unworthy preadomite noun one of an experimental and apparently unsatisfactory race which antedated creation and lived under conditions not easily conceived melsius believed them to have inhabited the void and to have been something intermediate between fishes and birds. Little is known of them beyond the fact that they supplied Cain with a wife, and theologians with a controversy. PRECEDENT Noun In law, a previous decision, rule, or practice, which, in the absence of a definite statute, has whatever force and authority a judge may choose to give it, thereby greatly simplifying his task of doing as he pleases. As there are precedents for everything, he has only to ignore those that make against his interest and accentuate those in the line of his desire. Invention of the precedent elevates the trial at law from the low estate of a fortuitous ordeal to the noble attitude of a dirigible arbitrament. Precipitate Adjective. Anteprandial. Precipitate in all, this sinner took action first, and then his dinner. By Judibras. Predestination. Noun. The doctrine that all things occur according to program. This doctrine should not be confused with that of foreordination, which means that all things are programmed, but does not affirm their occurrence, that being only an implication from other doctrines by which this is entailed. The difference is great enough to have deluged Christendom with ink, to say nothing of the gore. With the distinction of the two doctrines kept well in mind, and a reverent belief in both, one may hope to escape perdition if spared. PREDICAMENT, noun, THE WAGE OF CONSISTENCY PREDILECTION, noun the preparatory stage of disillusion preexistence noun an unnoted factor in creation preference noun a sentiment or frame of mind induced by the erroneous belief that one thing is better than another an ancient philosopher expounding his conviction that life is no better than death was asked by a disciple why, then, he did not die. Because, he replied, death is no better than life. It is longer. Prehistoric. Adjective. Belonging to an early period and a museum, antedating the art and practice of perpetuating falsehood. He lived in a period prehistoric, when all was absurd and phantasmagoric, Born later, when Cleo, Celestial recorded, set down great events in succession and order, he surely had seen nothing droll or fortuitous in anything here but the lies that she threw at us. Orpheus Bowen. Prejudice, noun. A vagrant opinion without visible means of support. Prelate, noun. A church officer, having a superior degree of holiness and a fat preferment. One of heaven's aristocracy. A gentleman of God. Prerogative. Noun. A sovereign's right to do wrong. Presbyterian. Noun. One who holds the conviction that the government authorities of the church should be called presbyters. Prescription. Noun a physician's guess at what will best prolong the situation with least harm to the patient. Present, noun, that part of eternity dividing the domain of disappointment from the realm of hope. Presentable, adjective, hideously apparelled after the manner of the time and place. In Bulagar. A man is presentable on occasions of ceremony, if he have his abdomen painted a bright blue, and wear a cow's tail. In New York he may, if it pleases him, omit the paint, but after sunset he must wear two tails made of the wool of a sheep and dyed black. Preside, Verb. To guide the action of a deliberative body to a desirable result. In Journalese to perform upon a musical instrument, as he presided at the piccolo. The headliner, holding the copy in hand, read with a solemn face, The music was very uncommonly grand, the best that was ever provided, For our townsman Brown presided at the organ with skill and grace. The headliner discontinued to read, and spread the paper down. On the desk he dashed in at the top of the screed, great playing by president brown by orpheus bowen presidency noun the greased pig in the field game of american politics president noun the leading figure in a small group of men of whom and of whom only it is positively known that immense numbers of their countrymen did not want any of them for president if that's an honour, surely it is a greater to have been a simple and undamned spectator. Behold in me a man of mark and note, whom no elector e'er denied a vote. An undiscredited, unhooted gent, who might, for all we know, be president. By acclamation, cheer, ye varlets! cheer, I'm passing with a wide and open ear. By Jonathan Fomry Prevaricator, noun. A liar in the caterpillar estate. Price, noun, value, plus a reasonable sum for the wear and tear of conscience in demanding it. Primate, noun, the head of a church, especially a state church, supported by involuntary contributions. The primate of England is the Archbishop of Canterbury, an amiable old gentleman who occupies Lambeth Palace when living and Westminster Abbey when dead. He is commonly dead. Prison, noun, a place of punishments and rewards. The poet assures us that stone walls do not a prison make, but a combination of the stone wall, the political parasite, and the moral instructor is no garden of sweets. Private, noun, a military gentleman with a field-marshal's baton in his knapsack and an impediment in his hope. Proboscis, noun, the rudimentary organ of an elephant which serves him in place of the knife and fork that evolution has as yet denied him. For purposes of humour, it is popularly called a trunk. Asked how he knew that an elephant was going on a journey, the illustrious Joe Miller, cast a reproachful look upon his tormentor, and answered absently, When it's ajar, and threw himself from high promontory into the sea. Thus perished in his pride the most famous humorist of antiquity, leaving to mankind a heritage of woe. No successor worthy of the title has appeared, though Mr. Edward Bock of the Ladies' Home Journal is much respected for the purity and sweetness of his personal character. Projectile. Noun. The final arbiter in international disputes. Formerly these disputes were settled by physical contact of the disputants, with such simple arguments as the rudimentary logic of the times could supply, the sword, the spear, and so forth. With the growth of prudence in military affairs, the projectile came more and more into favour, and is now held in high esteem by the most courageous. Its capital defect is that it requires personal attendance at the point of propulsion. Proof. Noun. Evidence having a shade more of plausibility than of unlikelihood. The testimony of two credible witnesses, as opposed to that of only one. PROOFREADER. Noun. A malefactor who atones for making your writing nonsense by permitting the compositor to make it unintelligible. PROPERTY. Noun. Any material thing, having no particular value, that may be held by A against the cupidity of B. Whatever gratifies the passion for possession in one, and disappoints it in all others the object of man's brief rapacity and long indifference prophecy noun the art and practice of selling one's credibility for future delivery prospect noun an outlook usually forbidding an expectation usually forbidden blow blow ye spicy breezes o oh ceylon blow your breath WHERE EVERY PROSPECT PLEASES SAVE ONLY THAT OF DEATH By Bishop Sheba Providential, adjective, unexpectedly and conspicuously beneficial to the person so describing it. Prude, noun, a board hiding behind the back of her demeanour. Publish, noun, in literary affairs, to become the fundamental element in a cone of critics. Push, noun, one of the two things mainly conducive to success, especially in politics. The other is pull. Pyrrhonism noun, an ancient philosophy named for its inventor. It consisted of an absolute disbelief in everything but Pyrrhonism. Its modern professors have added that. End of the letter P. The letter Q. Queen. Noun. A woman by whom the realm is ruled when there is a king, and through whom it is ruled when there is not. Quill. Noun. An implement of torture yielded by a goose and commonly wielded by an ass. This use of the quill is now obsolete, but its modern equivalent, the steel pen, is wielded by the same everlasting presence. Quiver, noun, a portable sheath in which the ancient statesman and the aboriginal lawyer carried their lighter arguments. He extracted from his quiver, did the controversial Roman, an argument well fitted to the question as submitted, then addressed it to the liver of the unpersuaded foeman. By Oglem P. Boop Quixotic, adjective, absurdly chivalric, like Don Quixote. An insight into the beauty and excellence of this incomparable adjective is unhappily denied to him who has the misfortune to know that the gentleman's name is pronounced Quixote. When ignorance from out of our lives can banish philology, tis folly to know Spanish. By Juan Smith. Quorum. Noun. A sufficient number of members of a deliberative body to have their own way and their own way of having it. In the United States Senate, a quorum consists of the chairman of the Committee on Finance, and a messenger from the White House. In the House of Representatives it is the Speaker and the Devil. Quotation, Noun, the act of repeating erroneously the words of another, the words erroneously repeated. Intent on making his quotation truer, he sought the page infallible of Brewer, then made a solemn vow that we would be condemned eternally, Ah, me, ah, me! by Stumpo Gaker Quotient. Noun. A number showing how many times a sum of money belonging to one person is contained in the pocket of another, usually about as many times as it can be got there. End of letter Q in the Devil's Dictionary. Recorded by David Barnes. London, April 2006.